Listen up, online selling warrior. Did you know that you don't have to stay on the inventory hunting merry-go-round in order to build a substantial business? We figured out a way to get Amazon to tell us which profitable products to sell. On today's show, one of our top Jim Cockrum coaching coaches will tell you exactly how we do it. We can't wait to share this good stuff with you. By the way, thank you for making our show a top iTunes marketing and business podcast. Now, here's the host of Silent Sales Machine Radio, Jim Cockrum. Hey, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. This is your host, Jim Cockrum, and I'm delighted you've joined us again for another episode. We've got a really cool treat today, someone who's never been on our show before, but we work with him all day, every day. And maybe some of you have worked with him too, because he's actually one of our coaches, Mr. Billy Monaire. How are you, Billy? Good. How are you, Jim? Doing great, man. Well, let me just fill people in a little bit on your role, and then I can't wait to dig into some of what you guys have got going on and what you've been doing and some of the clients we're working with. The listener may have heard episode number two, number six. 16 and I think it was number 31 where Brett and I kind of dug into the PPI model. And what that is, is basically instead of hunting products, we teach you to go out and hunt keywords. Like let's get into Amazon and find those untapped markets where there's a bunch of people looking for stuff, but they can't find the stuff they're looking for. And those are gold mines. We actually call them golden gaps, right? So Billy is one of the guys who, if you go to jimcockrumcoaching.com and say, Hey, I want to learn how to do your guys keyword research. How do you, you know, maybe they've taken the course, but they want to do a little hand-holding. Well, Billy might be one of your coaches. We brought him on today to discuss this stuff. So, hey man, I'm going to hit you with kind of a strange question, Billy, just so people get a chance to hear you talk. Just And, and I don't know what your answer is going to be to this, but you know, you've been with us for a while now. You've yeah. been with Brett longer than me, but you know, what's your impression of this community and uh, what we're building <laughs> here and, and your role in it? You know, just talk to us a little bit. Tell us about yourself and some of the things you're observing. Yeah, uh, that'd be awesome. First off, it's just been fantastic. Hard to describe how cool it's been to be a part of this always growing, always learning, always helping and mentoring community that has been built around what you've started and what you've built out through all the different people that you met. And so actually, really the first taste of this community that I got was at CES in Nashville this last year and talk about trial by fire. So I've been hanging out with Brett and his family for the better part of about seven years now. And I actually met Brett when I was still in college and he started uh, mentoring me right away. And um, I've always looked up to Brett as kind of an older brother. And so as we've grown in our own responsibilities and in our own business, Brett has brought me and a few other people along into the world of Jim Cockrum coaching and the pack and CES and all of those <laughs> amazing people that go along with that community. And so Brett brought me and a few other people to Nashville this last CES. And wow, what a crazy, unbelievable roller coaster ride uh, of a emotions and learning and growing. And yeah, it, man, and you guys did great. It, it was such a great event. You know, I, we dropped a couple acronyms out there on folks. Proven Amazon course is the pack, of course, and 90% of the people listening know that. But for the newbies, welcome. We love you. Sorry for the acronyms. And I use them all <laughs> the time too. So if you catch me using one, Billy, straighten me out. But CES, of course, is our annual live event. September 2017 is the next one. If you go to jimcockermevents.com, you can jump Can't in there, wait. hang out, man. I know you guys are coming. You're bringing the whole crew. Yep. Many of our coaches a whole bunch of our coaching clients will be there. I mean, we've built up, I think, Billy, I was just checking in with Nathan. He manages our coaching, the coaching side of our entire business. We're approaching 50 coaches at this point. Can you believe that? 
That is so amazing. Wow. Isn't that crazy? I haven't met several of them. <laughs> We've got this whole infrastructure built out now, this whole virtual infrastructure where we're qualifying people and adding them to the team. And, and kind of the ticket to the top where you get into our leadership around here is you have success. You prove that you know how stuff works. I mean, we don't care about your resume or necessarily even your attitude or your pedigree or your college education or you know none of that. It's like, totally. hey, are you killing it? Dude, if you've figured something out that we need to know, bring it in. And I say that to the listener just as much as I'm talking to you right now, Billy, is, hey, if you're killing it and you've got some great ideas that you think could scale out and help other people who make money online and it's ethical and it's something that we can roll out and teach others, hey, bring it in, man. That's how you get into leadership around here. But man, that's cool digging into a little bit of your history. I, I knew you'd known uh, Brett for a long time. I didn't realize you guys went back that far. That's cool though. So you've kind of grown up around Amazon. And for the listener's benefit now, let's jump into some content here. You've never really known any other way except the unusual keyword first approach. And what I mean by that, for the, those who go back, listen to episode 216 and the other episodes where Brett and I talk about this, but we're keyword focused instead of product focused. It's mm -hmm. so much less expensive that way. You eliminate all the risks and you get the benefit of only selling stuff that people really, really want to get their hands on. So talk us through that a little bit. And we're going to talk about a couple of your coaching clients too, with some stories that you guys have from there. So be ready for that. But you know, talk me through PPI, the proven performance inventory strategy from your perspective. You're totally right, Jim. I was able to see and be a part and learn with Brett as we grew into what is now the proven performance inventory uh, information that I get to share with my coaching clients and also do as one of my main responsibilities inside of our own company with Brett. And so it really developed from, and Brett's told this story and he's got some awesome failure stories as he calls it, exactly. but uh, we learned so much from different opportunities, both good and bad on um, buys. And at the end of the day, Brett really wanted to be able to not only have him understand it, but then also pass that information along down to us and now pass it along to the people that we get to interact in the PPI community. But how can we figure out how to make a good buy? Where is this traffic coming from that creates a successful listing, um, something that we can objectively say this is going to produce sales and how many sales is it, are we looking at you know over a a month's time, six months time, and then, you know, hopefully over a full year's time is our is our ultimate goal because a lot of us are doing all of this preparation work for our big seasons, whether your main big season is Q4 or you have seasonal products in the summer or winter. Everyone's different. And that's what's so awesome about getting to grow and learn from this community because everyone has an amazing story. Everyone has a unique testimony of how they found this group and, and what they've learned and the big testament is hearing those stories of people saying, I took my business from this little, you know, in my garage, starting with uh, me and my husband or my wife. And now you have these amazing stories that it's, I mean, I run into people like that all the time. Oh, it's so energizing, isn't it? Just to be around people that yeah, they're having success. And, you know, that's really the asset that we've built here. You're hitting on a, a topic that I'm very passionate about when people say, you know, what are you building here? Like, what's the goal of this business? And I've said it many, many times from stage and when being interviewed and like, here's what we're doing. Here's the goal. Am I trying to build an Amazon business? Well, yeah. Am I trying to build a consulting business? Well, yeah. A coaching business? Sure. Selling physical product? Yeah, I do all those things. But what are we truly building here? We're built 
we are building the world's largest community of ethical and successful, yes, I said it, successful online okay. entrepreneurs. When you get ethical, successful people together, oh, there's a powder keg there. And I truly think that we're shaping a culture because we basically destroy excuses. It doesn't matter where you live or all the other things that could be in your background or the challenges you have or your education level. You know, we're just bringing people in. They're being exposed to this environment where literally no excuse will fly because we've got a great answer to every question. And we're teaching them how to grow incredible businesses. Uh, so you're doing a great job, man. And But let's go back to the, the PPI thing. One of the things that you just said, you know, one of our approaches we make, and, and one of the sayings that, you know, Nathan and I have been saying this for over a decade, and it kind of makes the point very succinctly. Mm -hmm. You make your money when you buy your inventory. If you've never heard that phrase before, let me just unpack it just a little bit for the listener, especially. What we mean is, if you're buying based on instinct, or you're thinking, hmm, this looks like a really unique product. It's not on Amazon yet. I think I'm going to go buy $10,000 of it and then market it using all these marketing tricks that I'm reading about. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that is a good way to go broke and fill your garage with mm -hmm. product. And we've talked about this totally. before. We're talking about the other side of the bell curve here. We're talking about putting the customers first and saying, what are you guys looking for? And Amazon loves telling us through their keywords and the data that we can read, exactly what customers are looking for, but they can't find. You just got to know how to look. That's all PPI is, right? Oh, yeah. Well, so yep. let's dive in. I want to hear a couple of stories, man. Like you've coached a lot of clients. We've coached over a thousand. Well, I think it's like closer to 2000 at this point. I haven't looked at the numbers forever. We have over a thousand success stories, but we've had a lot of coaching clients come through and build incredible businesses. But I want to hear a couple of recent stories from you. And you had someone, we're not going to use real names or real products here, but I just want to get some examples. Okay. Let's call her Mrs. M. I think it was, right? Yep. Does that ring a bell? Okay. What, what was her story? What was she doing and how did we help her out? Yeah, this is a really cool story and an awesome opportunity for you to expand into different markets that maybe you just don't feel comfortable in. And, and so Mrs. M had a, a very successful business outside of Amazon. And she was like, wow, I realized that Amazon's the place to be. Like everybody's starting to move to Amazon, but I don't have any experience. And so she took, you know, what was super successful in, in other, you know, Know, selling in in person or on in other environments traditional like traditional retail environment type of thing, right? Yeah. And she was like, how can I replicate success on Amazon? And so she came to me and, you know, we had to kind of relearn the process of how to be keyword focused rather than looking at your products and getting overwhelmed and kind of getting lost in the on, in the weeds. So she was looking at all these different variables that didn't actually put her and her amazing products in front of the people that were already shopping and, and you know, the traffic already existed. And so what we did was we went through the PPI steps and said, let's figure out what keywords, what keyword phrases your target audience are shopping for. And let's put the products that you have, you know, you have inventory of and you want to see grow on Amazon just has been successful elsewhere. But rather than being product focused and worrying about the nitty gritty of colors and patterns and all that stuff, let's say, let's figure out what your customers want first. And then we can go and oh, put those products and then maybe uh, decide that it's bundled together with frequently bought together item. And oh my gosh, now you've provided a whole new value because the person says, oh my gosh, I totally didn't even realize that I was going to need that a week later. And what if I didn't have it, you know? And so we could even get into talking about bundles and stuff, but I don't 
don't want to veer off course, but there's just so many opportunities once you realize what your customer wants and, you know, getting into the mindset of the customer rather than kind of your seller perspective. You know, you, you really want to get into the habit of being relational on the customer side and really pouring into providing the best service for your customer nice. and not nice. just your bottom line for your business. Exactly. You've got to envision real people out there. Right. Like, how are they using Amazon? Let me just unpack one of the lessons, too, from what you just said. And this applies to a lot of you are listening right now saying, okay, I sell on Amazon. I'm reasonably proficient at it. I've made a few dollars. If you've sold more than $500 worth of stuff on Amazon, you are qualified to be a consultant. I mean, you could have gone to this Mrs. M that we're talking about right now, our, our coaching client, and you could have made the, the following proposal to her and she'd have been crazy not to take you up on it. And the proposal is basically this. It's exactly what Billy has taken her through. It's, hey, I want to get you on Amazon, but I don't want to put every product in your catalog from your business operation. I don't want to go after all of them. Mm-hmm. I want to f- discover which of them are in the top 5% as far as people being excited about the keywords associated with that product. Let's find the those. Let's be very systematic and find those, you know, most exciting keyword based products. Now let's play with those. Maybe it's only two or three products. And now once we've got that, then we can start building out, Mm -hmm. but it only takes one or two. I mean, you can get yourself into a situation where you're selling 50 or a hundred or 500 units a day of whatever. And all of a sudden, I mean, I know this happened to you guys this this past Q4. You guys never imagined you'd be in the business you were in, but one of those keywords you found took off and now you're ordering multiple containers full of it because you can't keep it in stock because it's such a hot keyword and you guys just dominated with it. I mean, you guys are talking an eight-figure business. This isn't just theory. This is how you find the right products to sell. You start with the keywords. And I love that example of someone who already has a bunch of products. Mm -hmm. I mean, the worst thing we could have done for Mrs. M, Billy, the worst thing we could have done is said, okay, let's get your whole catalog uploaded Mm -hmm. to Amazon and then we're going to start marketing all of them and make them look good to buyers. Oh, what a horrible, disastrous year-long process project that would have produced no profit, right? You're totally right. But that's what everyone else is teaching. That's what literally, to my knowledge, every other Amazon consultant out there would have tried to do had they come to her with a proposal. It's like, hey, let's get it all out there. It's going to sell. It's going to sell. No, what a waste of time, man. So you start with the keywords. I love it, man. Anything else on that story? Or I know we've got another one we want to hit too. That I like the next one too, but what do you think? You need to wrap that one up? No, I, I really like how you summarize that. It's once you've established the wheel, you know, you've created the wheel, you you see how it's successful and why it's successful. It's so much easier to, to replicate that and duplicate that for your other um, future listings, you know, and, and how you can branch out into opportunities that you didn't even knew were an option because of the success that you're finding through being the keyword focused. You know, we had no idea that we were going to be this eight figure business because of a few different keywords that we stumbled upon. But as we grew with it and we didn't try to recreate the wheel or start from scratch, once we found that success, we just grew with it. And it's all about growing at the correct speed. So yeah. Yeah. Just listening to what your clients want instead of guessing and spending a bunch of money. I mean, that's the way business used to be done is you used to have to spend a whole bunch of money and then hope that you broke even and your investment paid off someday. It's just not necessary anymore. I mean, the stuff we're talking about, it costs you five or $10 to run these tests and Mm -hmm. we've covered it in past podcast episodes. You know, Brett and I cover this at length and I think it was number 16. There's number two, number 16, and then the other one, we'll put it in the show notes, but it's about doing these little simple tests. So 
don't get married to your product too soon. That's probably one of the biggest mistakes I see people make is getting married to a one product and then coming to us and saying, okay, guess what? I've got a garage full of product X. Help me sell it. Like, no, you put things out of order. You didn't do your data work. Otherwise, you never would have had a garage full. It'd be moving. You'd be sending right. it straight to Amazon and it'd be moving. The velocity of your inventory is at its highest it can ever possibly be when you pay attention to the keywords first and then stay away from those you know, guesses. Don't guess. It's just not necessary. And believe us, like we had to learn that the hard way. Oh, we all did. Uh, we all did. Brett and all of us have those stories that we would never want other people to have to experience themselves. And so at any point, if we can shorten a learning curve, whether through this podcast or during uh, one of my coaching calls, that's honestly my main goal is say, I always tell my coaching clients, how can I help you shorten any learning curves so that you don't have to repeat any mistakes that we've heard horror stories in the past. We've made all those mistakes, man. We've had people come to us and, you know, the visual I'm getting right now, Billy, is kind of like, you know, that old, uh, was it Abraham Lincoln that said, if you've got four hours to chop down a tree, spend the first three and a half sharpening your axe, kind of, right? You've heard different versions of that. Yeah. PPI is kind of the the axe sharpening. It's like, it's boring, it's boring, it's boring, it's boring. And then we're like, okay, go chop down that tree. Two swings, bam, bam. Where And it's down. Whereas, the other approaches teach you, okay, here's an axe, go chop down trees and you run out in there and you start flailing around and nothing's happening. You're just making barely little dents in this thing. <laughs> so we're all about getting that early momentum. You know, by the time you're spending some money on inventory, it's selling and you're excited. So you've got that momentum. Yeah. Let's talk about your client in, uh, we've got clients all over the world. Uh, let's talk about your other client in Israel. They came to us with a slightly different vantage point. They didn't have a bunch of products already. They just had data. They were doing the PPI thing, they thought, and they were just swimming in data. Talk us through that story. Yeah, yeah. Awesome story. Now one of my good friends, uh, I get to talk to him and get updates from Israel. So what an amazing experience. I feel so fortunate to get to coach and then also learn alongside um, just amazing uh, businessmen and women. And so talk about a win-win. Getting to uh, befriend someone that I would have never met before completely across the country. But yeah, so this story is more on the keyword side where you can get really excited to uh, cast out your net really wide and say, I want to just collect all the data as quickly as I can. I want to see what's working, why it's working, what the numbers are, and you can totally overwhelm yourself. And this tends to happen with a good chunk of my coaching clients. They cast their net out a little too wide up front and yeah, they're getting data back and they're, you know, they're seeing um, improvements in their session rates. And we can go in and talk about sessions later if we have time. But at the end of the day, PPI only works when you can objectively quantifiably understand uh, where that traffic is coming from. So I told him my first thing that I said, I go, oh my gosh, I think I can shorten one of your learning curves. I said, are you running multiple ad campaigns at the same time with uh, the same keywords in different ad campaigns? He goes, well, yeah, of course. I'm collecting data on all these different products that I, I want information on. I said, your data is completely skewed because you're cross competing with yourself. And that was something that we had to learn the hard way where after we had started to find some success, 
with the sponsored ads on Amazon, we realized, oh, we should, you know, throw these, what Brett calls them, golden gap keywords. Oh, we should throw these keywords here, here, and here, and test out here, here. And all of a sudden, we took a CPC cost, which was under 10 cents, which is crazy. And all of a sudden, in a matter of like 24 to 48 hours, we had ourselves brought that CPC up to over like a dollar fifty or something, and we're like, "What? What the heck happened?" The cost per click yeah. shot up, and you were competing with yourself, basically driving up the price of your own ad clicks, right? Yeah, which <laughs> right. we had no idea would actually happen because oh, no. you think Amazon would have our backs and say, "Okay, well, you don't want to compete against yourself," but guess what? No, Amazon wanted to see that CPC. Uh, tick up from the competition. So we said, okay, let's take a look at this. Let's, you know, test this out. We went back and turned off all of the um, competing ad campaigns and realized that within hours we were seeing the CPC plummet again. And so from that just personal, that one personal story that we had in our own business, my friend from Israel, I I shared that information with him. He's like, oh my gosh, that's going to be huge. And so he went back and completely restructured how he was collecting data and realized that, yeah, it can be a little time consuming up front. Yeah, it might feel like you're putting in a lot of work without, you know, seeing the results, but it totally goes back to, you know, if you're act sharp, you're going to cut down the tree when the opportunity arises. And so the next call, I want to say, he goes, Billy, I just want to let you know that that one piece of advice paid for the entire coaching call, like the entire coaching program. Yeah. And that happens yeah. so frequently. You know, yeah. one of the things I love about our coaching call, I was telling a group full of our coaching clients this recently and uh, just seeing if they agreed. And they did. I said that the beauty of our coaching program is even if you never have a session with your coach, it's going to pay for itself just because of the incredible quality of people you're now going to be surrounded with and associated with and all the free stuff we're going to give you and the discounts and the just you get access to all of our courses and content, let alone the opportunity. Like you just mentioned, one little conversation, one little tweak to your business. And and that's why I love talking all the time, Billy, that this is a relationship business. If there was ever a business model that you would look at and go, well, you know, maybe everything else is relational, but internet marketing and pay-per-click advertising and looking at data, I mean, that's just a a nerd behind a computer monitor, right? No, this is relationships. You've got to have relationships. That's why I love our our coaching program. In just a few minutes spent with you, you could point out something, a flaw in their program, flaw in the way he was running ads. And you know, I know this is for the listener right now. I know that for many of you, you've never run any paid ads. You don't know what CPC is when Billy said it. That's okay. We're not trying to lose you. I promise. We're just talking about the basic tool set that you need, the the basic skill set that we could teach you in a couple hours on how to go from looking for products to sell all the time which is quite a grind. Now you're going to make some good money doing it. We got people who just go out and they retail arbitrage. They hit sales, they hit stores. Brett and I still love doing that. And we have teams that do that on the weekends, man. Love that stuff. But there's another side to this. That's what we're talking about today is how to look at the data. And data can seem boring, but data is also what can get you getting containers from your source, from your manufacturer and selling them out faster than you can get them in stock on Amazon because you discover these incredible niche markets. But here's where I want to go next, Billy. Um, And you mentioned sessions. We're going to explain what that is in a second. 
And I want to talk a little bit about how maybe there's a lot of our listeners now, pay attention. If you've been selling an inch deep and a mile wide, meaning you've sold two or three of this item, five or six of that item, and you've been doing it for a while now, so you've sold maybe 300 different items, maybe even a thousand different items, and you've sold a handful of each of them because you've come across good sales or closeouts or liquidations, whatever. We can go into Amazon and give you something right now, as soon as you're done listening to this podcast, some data that's going to blow your socks off. Let's talk them through how to get into that uh, detail report and, and talk about what the sessions means. Billy, you can take that one. Oh, yeah, for sure. And honestly, I, I love that you are, you're bringing this up. We actually didn't even talk about this before the call, which is so cool. I love doing this process because there's no way that I could keep on top of all the different things that we're looking at and the data that Amazon provides. So this report that we're going to talk about you know, over the next couple of minutes is highly, highly influential in our business. And it's a a foundation of what I talk to my coaching clients about. And so all you have to do is when you're on your Seller Central page, you go into the drop down of reports, you go into business reports, and then on the gray left hand side, it's detail page sales and traffic by child item. And it's going to pop up this awesome data report of all the different products that are in your inventory. And it can seem overwhelming, but from what we have learned through this process and what really provides the the meat of uh, the information that you want to be looking at, it really boils down to what are your sessions and what is your session percentage, which calculates how many units you've ordered over a period of time. And uh, depending on where you're at in your business, and uh, how much product you're moving, you can look at this data report, whether it's over a month, over a week, and you can even go back and it lets you look at the uh, most recent, like two or two and a half years. So we could go back into February of 2015 if we want, and we can go through and sort by all these different tabs to look at this, you know, really influential data that... And let me just clarify something too, Billy, before you go in and we're going to talk about the, the right. detail that Amazon gives you. But this is a report that if you're selling on Amazon, I think you have to be a pro seller. You know, you have to be paying the 30 something dollars a month to see the reports. If you're not doing that yet, do it. If you're selling more than a few items a week, you have to do this. But all the pro sellers, you don't have to be running any sponsored ads. You don't have to be doing anything. This is just one of the reports that Amazon has got sitting there for you anytime you want to go in. And most people have never even looked at it. But it's got some golden nuggets right there on the page for you. So yeah, go ahead, Bill. I just want to make sure we weren't leaving anyone in the dust thinking, oh, I, I don't have reports. Yeah, you do. If you sell on Amazon, you've got reports. Oh, yeah. And this one is pretty much the the most important one that we check on a day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month, season-to-season, year-to-year. And so you mentioned sessions, and I had talked about it just briefly a few minutes ago in the call. And I just want to make sure that everyone has a quick definition of what we understand sessions to be. And and Amazon has this long drawn out definition of it, but it really boils down to how many unique shoppers, how many people who actually went on and and looked at your images, looked at your description, scrolled through your listing and were ready to buy your product. How many of those shoppers found your page within that period of time? And so you'll You'll see page views over there, which, yeah, it's cool to see how many page views you got, but the sessions are the meat of how much traffic is being pushed to your listing. So then all you have to do is look at how those sessions 
uh, relate to the units ordered. And you can sort, one of my favorite things that um, I like to do um, is I like to sort by the unit session percentage because the unit session percentage is showing you your conversion rates. And I'm not trying to get caught up in the, you have to know the the language of uh, selling on Amazon. But if you understand the unit session percentage and the conversion rate, and you realize that you're seeing some strong numbers. And when I'm talking about strong, uh, over 10% conversion, 20% conversion, 30% conversion, you, you say, wow, I think I might have stumbled upon some products that are extremely qualified to do further research on just because I looked at how many sessions are being brought in and how those sessions related to uh, converting sales. And you look at this daunting spreadsheet and realistically, you know, we do this for our full-time job and we tend to mostly just look at those two columns, you know, your sessions and how they relate to your units ordered and your unit session percentage. Yeah, this single report, man. Yeah, I, I love this one report. If I just had to pull back the curtain on anyone's business and I had 30 seconds to uncover and unpack some opportunities that they probably aren't aware of, mm-hmm. I'd tell them to do what we just described. Pull up this report, the detailed report. Oh, yeah. Any, I think there's a couple different detailed reports there, if I recall, going off the top of my head. But you want the one that has the parent and the child and everything. You want the one with all the detail. The one with the big, ugly name that you've probably got in front of you. I don't, Billy. But it's right there towards the top. You go in there, yeah. you sort it. And you talked about sorting it by um, the session. Uh, it's called session conversion percentage. Was that what they call it? Yeah. So just if for everybody who's jotting down notes during the podcast, the actual port's called the Detail Page Sales and Traffic by child item. It's under the ASIN column. A horrible name. Horrible name for a report, man. (laughs) Yeah, horrible (laughs) name. And what I was talking about, which I personally love to do, is I love to sort by the unit session percentage. Unit session percentage. Right. And it's up on the gray uh, top hand bar. And there's a little white arrow that when you hover over it, you can just click on that. Click and sort. And you can descending. And what that's going to do is it's going to sort your highest converting products all the way down to your least converting. And for the the seller who is clicking and they're like, okay, I'm vibing with you. Like I understand where you're going. This tells you right off the bat with your listings that you've already had um, sales history with, were those was that a traffic issue or was that a conversion issue or both or neither? And Brett talks about this and uh, you guys have most likely talked about this in different podcasts and webinars that um, a lot of you have heard. But if you haven't, it's super important to be conscious and aware of how your listings are doing both traffic wise and conversion wise. And at the end of the day, this is like a one-stop shop for your- It shows you both. Yeah, Yeah. data. The traditional conversion rate, let's just say you're selling widgets on your own web page. The traditional conversion rate, if you've got anything even close to competent, is around 1%. Okay. And so what Amazon's telling you here in this unit session percentage report is if you get, like Billy said, if you get a, if you see a 10% number or a 20% number, meaning 10 or 20% of the people who are exposed in a session mm-hmm. to your product and your buy button, 10 or 20% of them are buying. And let's say you've only sold five in the past eight months because you know you just didn't source them, whatever. But you're saying, whoa, okay, there is something going on here. A lot of people want this. When they see it, they want it. And if you get a, a product that's got a lot of eyeballs and a high conversion, you need to go all in on that and start digging your way into that mine, that gold mine. Right. Another Here's something that's even easier, Billy. I'll just throw that out there. And this is something I have my team do from time to time. Just go in, grab that report, grab a big, long time window, as big as it'll let you grab. So we're searching way back and just sort by number of sessions. 
right? And just look, what's on top? It blows me away sometimes, the stuff that winds up on top. And we've stumbled into some incredible niche markets going, wow, that many people were looking for that kind of product? We only bought a few of them. We didn't think it was a big deal. Yeah, we made a little money, but whoa, look at how many people are looking for that type of product. That's what the sessions tells you. Yep. And, and that you can uncover incredible niche markets that way as well. Oh yeah, both should go hand in hand. If you're looking at the sessions, you're also looking at the unit session percentage. Uh, they're they're definitely married together and it's so cool when you, when you actually just tap into that and you go, wow, I totally didn't even know that there was such a, a, a supply or such a demand for that, you know, and, and how can we supply that demand? How can we solve that issue or fill that need for that particular listing or that particular product? So awesome, awesome stuff. Well, I think we've given uh, some really good content on today's show, man. It's it's awesome having you here, Billy. And, and I think I could kind of sum up and I'll let you take a shot at it. Maybe I'll let you do it first, but <laughs> or I can, you tell me, but sum up, like what makes the PPI approach different? Just in summary, like if you were on an elevator with somebody like, all right, you guys do this PPI keyword stuff, you know, and everyone else does something a little different. Sum it up for me real good for the listener one last time. And I'll take a shot at it too. And just I want to really drill it in that we look at Amazon a completely different way than the rest the world does. Oh, yeah. At the end of the day, we are customer focused. We are relationship focused. We are trying to get into the mindset of the customer and not project what we think that they want, but allow them at a cost effective rate to tell us what they want just so that we can go and bring that product to market, whether we have product available through all the different sourcing opportunities that we've talked about in the different podcasts. But yeah, at the end of the day, uh, let the customer tell you what you want and prove it out with objective data that you can you know, find through the ad campaigns. That's, yeah, that's all beautiful. PPI really is at the end of the day. Yeah. Just and you stop guessing, right? There's yeah, no need stop. to guess. Yep. No need to guess and, and, and spend a bunch of money and hope that it works out. We've eliminated that part of growing a business on Amazon. Well, I'm not going to try to say it any better than you did, man. That was beautiful. <laughs> that was great. It's been awesome having you here with us, Billy. Listener, thanks for going through this today. I know it was a little more techie than some of our episodes, but we got a lot of people who listen who are just very well positioned for this content today. And some of you may be thinking, well, I'd like to work with a coach, right? Like, how's this work? Give us a call. It's a very friendly conversation. We're not high pressure around here. We will talk and see if it's a good fit for you or not. We've been doing coaching belief now for way, way over a decade. And literally, you will not find one person out there. You can do your homework and do your research. You can Google it day and night, you will find nothing but success stories because we leave everybody happier than we found them. Even if they decide coaching isn't for them, they just call in and have a conversation. We'll leave you better than we found you every single time. We're here to serve and to create success stories. And it's not a good fit for everybody, but for some people it is. We'd love to help you get rocking on Amazon or any of the other business models you've heard us talk about. But today's show has been all about Amazon digging into some of that keyword data. So hopefully we didn't nerd out too much on the listeners today, but I think, <laughs> man, I think this was really good stuff. And it's great getting to know you a little bit better, Billy, Oh yeah, hanging out with you a little bit, man. I mean, we've hung out a couple times now, but just such incredible team we've built here. Can't wait to see you in Orlando yes. in September, right? So be there. Come say hey to Billy. Tell him he did a great job on today's episode when you see him in Orlando in September, guys. But hey, I'm, I think I'm going to sign off here. 
Thank you, listener, for hanging out with us today. Hope you got some great value from this podcast. Leave us your feedback. Check the show notes. Go to silentgym.com, silentgym.com, and jump in there. You can see the show notes for this episode. Leave us feedback, suggestions, and comments. We make this show for you. It's all about you, the listener. So you tell us, what do you want to hear more of? What do you like? What don't you like? We're here to serve. Thanks for being with us today. This is Jim signing off, Silent Sales Machine Radio. Talk to you again real soon. Music.